there, my silly little gooses. Welcome back to another edition of the Midweek Breakdown presented by My Two Cents Podcast, hosted by G2. I am G2. For the people that are not aware of what the Midweek Breakdown is, it is me talking to you guys for about a good 10 to 15 minutes about any and everything. And when I am done talking to you, I'll be leading you guys to the song of the week. Now, the first thing I want to talk about is a Jewish man uh, dying after an altercation. I would really wouldn't call it an altercation, but it was something that happened uh, Sunday. Witnesses would say Paul... Kessler fell and struck his head during an altercation with protester Sunday in Ventura County. The sheriff's department said he died on a Monday. Authorities in Ventura County, California, are investigating the death of a Jewish man who was injured during a confrontation at dueling pro-Israel and pro-Palestinian rallies and who died Monday, the sheriff's department would say. Also, this is uh, news that's coming from NBC News. Witnesses say Paul Kessler, 69, was in a physical altercation with Counter protesters, the sheriff's department said in a statement during the altercation, Kessler fell backwards and struck his head on the ground. The incident happened around 3.20 p.m. Sunday in Thousand Oats, a community in the Los Angeles era just over the Ventura County line, the sheriff's department would say. Pro-Palestine and pro-Israel rallies were occurring at the same time. Uh, the medical examiner's office determined the cause of death to be blunt force head injury in the matter of death homicide the sheriff's department said in a statement uh right now they did not rule out that this situation was a hate crime so okay that's what we have here at the time of this recording they have not released the man that supposedly struck paul kessler um so at this moment this is all that we have here and i've said this already and i've said it multiple times and i will constantly say it multiple times the people in the Middle East, they're dealing with this. They're dealing with all the bomb threats. They're dealing with all the casualties that's really going down. While the people over here in America, they only going to have their protest. They can rally. Cool. Do that. But it should not get to a physical situation. I got, I really dove more into this last Sunday. If you didn't listen to my Sunday episodes called My Opinion, I dove more into this because of the Cornell University uh, situation that happened last week where there was supposed to be a man that was supposed to go there and shoot up the school or at least shoot up the uh Jewish side of the school because he made some online posts but that didn't happen they ended up arresting the man so I just don't understand people's I understand why people are upset let's not get it twisted I understand the magnitude of the war that's going down over there in the Middle East but to act like Neanderthals over here on American soil when you guys can't do nothing really about it. What are you doing? Do your protests, do your rallies, do that type of stuff. Get into debates. I've said this before and I will constantly say, get into debates, throw your opinions around, but it should never ever have to get physical over here in America because you guys are not dodging the bombs. You guys are not dodging the bullets. Some people are dodging bullets because people are acting like complete assholes and wanting to shoot people because of who they side with. But quit it. Quit it. You guys are not dodging bombs. You guys are not doing all the stuff that people in the Middle East, whether you're on Palestinian side or you're on the Israeli side, you're not dodging those bombs over here in America as they are doing over there. So quit the shit. Stop it. Just have a debate and just let your opinion be heard. That's it. There should be no reason for you to get physical, especially when you're not over there. If you want to get over there, over to the Middle East and figure out and see what's going down and you can do all the types of stuff and want to get physical, go ahead and do that. Go on a plane if they will want to go over there and do that. Fine. Go ahead. Be my guest. 
But I'm pretty sure you're not. You're going to stay over here in America. You're still going to uh, protest and do the rest. But do not get physical with someone over here. You want to get physical? Go over there and fight for a cause over there in the Middle East. Fight legitimately physical. But other than that, just protest. That's all you got to do. Do not get physical over here in America. Don't do that. It's not right. And it's not cool. And I want to send my love and condolences out to Paul Kessler's family and friends that knew the man. It's a sad shame when a protest and a rally ends up getting to something physical all over people's opinions. It should never have to be that way. That's why you have a protest. That's why you have rallies. That's what those old things are all about. It's never ever about getting to physical altercations. But that's what happened here. Again, rest in peace to Paul Kessler. And again, they have not released the man who did it to him, his name or anything about that. They're still investigating that, so when more information comes out, probably on my Sunday episode, I'll talk about that, and hopefully we'll get some type of reasoning, then just beside the whole, he's pro-Israel and I was pro-Palestine, so we'll wait and see about that. Now, over to Donald Trump, and I will make this admission known again. I don't like talking about Donald Trump. I do not. If he's going to jail, let him go to jail. If he's not, let him just go about his business. That's my whole thing, but I couldn't pass up on this opportunity to talk about Donald Trump here for this particular reason. Apparently, on Monday, whenever he was in the court system because he's fighting uh, New York's fraud uh, trial that they're doing with Donald Trump, saying that uh, he tried to prop himself up in his business, saying they're worth more than they actually are, which, again, that's usually what businesses do. So they're trying to say that Donald Trump and his whole like organization, his family, kind of cooked the books. Um, Donald Trump, he was in the court and he started going off on the judge from time to time. That is what the whole news publication will be uh, insinuating. And I just want to know, where are the recordings of this? You got photos, still photos of the man in court. But you mean to tell me you guys have no audio of the man going at the judge and the judge having to reprimand Donald Trump and those two just have a jousting of words. You mean to tell me there's no video of this? There should have been a video of this immediately as soon as you guys got out of the whole uh, courtroom. Somebody should have leaked that or something because I would be dying to hear the type of stuff Donald Trump was saying to the uh, judge. Are you kidding me? That would be great. I think the news will have a frenzy with it. I know I will have a frenzy with it because I would have played it here just to break down how Donald Trump said what he said to the judge and how the judge and his cadence would have talked to Donald Trump. That would have been amazing. But we didn't get that. We only get uh, bystanders, what they've heard, and all that kind of crap. I'm waiting for that audio to come out. Someone, if you're in that whole courtroom and you have the audio, Release it some way, somehow release it so everyone can hear how Donald Trump was talking to the judge and how the judge was talking to Trump. That's all I'm asking. Now, as I said before, I'm not going to talk about Trump again until he's either be found guilty or not guilty of all his crimes or whatever they're trying to get him on. Because personally, I do not care. I don't. Whether Trump's going to jail or not, I do not care. My whole deal is people are going to either still rock with Trump or not rock with Trump. That's all your prerogative. Do what you do. But I don't want Trump like dominating the news until it's time for him to be found guilty or not guilty of whatever they got him for. So that's just my portion. But again, if you have that audio clip or audio file of Trump and the judge going back and forth with each other, throw it out so everyone can have a listen to those two just going at each other in the court. That's all I'm asking. Now, moving on to something that I think everyone should 
kind of know about and should kind of like check up on. See if your bank accounts still work, ladies and gentlemen. I didn't know this was a thing until like I believe who was uh, the one that reported on this? The New York Times. They will put out an article and talking about why banks are suddenly uh, closing down customers' accounts. And I'm just going to read you a little small excerpt from the article. They would say these situations are what banks refer to as exiting or de-risking. This isn't your standard boot for people who have bounced too many checks. Instead, a vast security apparatus has kicked into gear, starting with regulators in Washington trickling down to bank security managers and branch employees eyeballing customers. The goal is to crack down on fraud, terrorism, money laundering, human trafficking, and other crimes. In the process, banks are evicting what appears to be an increasing number of individuals, families, and small business owners. Often, they don't have the faintest idea why their banks turned against them. Well, there are are almost always red flags. Transactions that appear out of character, for example, that lead to eviction. The algorithm generated alerts are reviewed every day by human employees. Banks generally won't say how often they are closing accounts this way, and they're not tracking how often they get it wrong, but federal data offers clues. By law, banks must file a suspicious activity report known as an SAR, when they see transactions or behavior that might violate the law, such as unexpectedly large cash transactions or wire transactions with banks in high-risk countries. According to Thompson Reuters, banks filed more than 1.8 million SARs in 2022, a 50% increase in just two years. This year, the figure is on track to hit nearly 2 million. So what that means is if you have a bank account, Go and make sure you still have it right now. Uh, as I said, banks will look into things. They won't tell you if you're getting kicked out or not. They'll just have your bank uh, account just either be kicked or it's just going to be on hold or whatever may have you. Just go and call it just to make sure that you still have your bank account. Because again, certain people might be coming into large sums of money because of somebody dying or they have a bonus coming in or whatever may have you. And then you see the banks see it and then they might alert it. As I've said, things are going down. It's the holiday time. Things are becoming real iffy. And just for them to throw this article out here, I think the New York Times is trying to alert everyone to make sure your bank is still right. And that's what I'm trying to do here because I think that's the responsible thing to do. I think you need to look at your bank, make sure your bank is still good, make sure you have still have a bank account because, as I said before, holiday time is coming. We're only, what, three weeks away from Thanksgiving, and then following after that is immediately Christmas. And, I mean, they're already doing Christmas commercials here and there, left and right. And if you haven't gotten your loved ones or your children or whoever you uh, cherish a Christmas gift, you know what time it is. You might be trying to find one, and then you go find a gift, and you try to pay for it. You don't have any money, your account is no longer uh, an actual thing, I want people not to be stuck in that situation. So again, I brought this to everyone's attention to please look in, see if your account is still active, see if everything's still going good. Please make sure everything is right. That's all I bring this up to you because again, it's a responsible thing to do as someone with a voice, at least to people that's listening to this. Uh, if you're listening to this too as well, contact the people that you're in con uh, that you're cool with, your associates, your friends, loved ones, whatever. Make sure to tell them to uh, check out their bank accounts. Make sure their bank accounts still active and running, all that good stuff.
Now, on to the final thing I want to talk about before I get to the song of the week for this week. It's the Colorado football players. I mentioned on last week's uh, midweek breakdown how they got some of their items stolen. Well, apparently, they got some of their items uh, reported back to them. As this was reported by USA Today, Pasadena police confirmed that some of the stolen items have been returned to the victims and said additional items of interest have been identified and are being pursued. The suspects in the case are juveniles. The police said in a statement, search warrants were executed and additional information will be provided soon as the investigation progresses. The Pasadena Police Department would like to thank those who reported leads to our tip line. The police said in a statement, the information and support are invaluable and play a crucial role in helping us ensure safety and security in our community. Our detectives work diligently to follow up on all leads, which resulted in the quick execution of search warrants. So I'm glad that some of those uh, Colorado players were able to get their items back. And also, with this being the case, please do not wear your jewelry to the football games, because if you can tell, well, let me make this clear. If you are a college football player, or even if you're in the national football players like NFL, do not bring any jewelry to the locker room or anything like that. Just keep it at home or keep it inside your hotel rooms or wherever it may have you. Do not bring it to the arenas because as you can tell from this, people are willing to steal your jewelry, which again, I don't like that it happened. I don't like that none of that came apart to these college players. Why would you want to steal from them? Apparently, these were juveniles. Well, juveniles, excuse me. And you can tell that if you're juveniles, you just want to steal something that's shiny to make yourself flossy or whatever may have you. You probably want to pawn it off to get money. Hey, whatever may float your boat, that's what happened here with these uh, college kids. And I just want to know, if they're juveniles, they, won't you say that you kind of caught them? But they didn't say they caught them, so they're still on the loose, they're still on the run trying to get the stuff, so hey, I'm glad that they did get it, I'm glad they're still on the search to get the items for these college kids, and hopefully now, as Deion Sanders said in the press conference last week, I hope these kids are going to get insurance on the jewelry, so that if they get stolen next time, uh, the people that have their jewelry insured, they'll get what they can get for them, and they won't be left out in the cold like they were this time. So having said that, I want to thank the Pasadena Police, um, community, the police, just for doing their job, and hopefully, as I said before, all these other college kids will get their jewelry back. Now, with that being said, I'm coming up on my 15 minutes here. It's time for me to get you guys out of here. Before I do so, I do have to do some promoting of my own podcast as usual. On my Sunday episode, if you didn't listen to my opinion, go and listen to that. That's the episode title for Sunday's episode. Go do that. Um, If you are a professional wrestling fan, and you watch professional wrestling, I talk about professional wrestling on Saturdays. My Saturday episode, Wrestling Highlights of the Week, where I talk about everything that happened in the week of professional wrestling, is out right now. And also WWE's Crown Jewel, which they had this past Saturday. My review of that is up right now as well. So go and listen to that if you didn't uh, watch the show or you didn't listen to me talk about the show. You have an opportunity now to do so as well. So go and do that. Now, with all that being said... It's time for me to get you guys out of here. It's time for the song of the week for this week. And the song of the week from this week comes from a group called the Sacred Souls. And the song is called, Well, I See You Again. Hopefully, I will hear from you guys again. Well, you hear from me again next week. Or this upcoming Saturday or Sunday. That's all if you guys still want to continue listening. But anyhow, song of the week for this week. The Sacred Souls, Well, I See You Again. Have a great rest of the week. I love you all. See you later.